This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. One of the beautiful things about having a simcha is it presents some interesting halachic issues. So we had last Shabbos, we had an afraf here. When you have an afraf, you have to try to figure out how to arrange the aliyahs. They don't give aliyahs to relatives. Because there's an interesting machloikis rishayim, the Beis Yosef, and Kuf Memal brings down a machloikis rishayim from the, the Orches Chaim. The Orches Chaim holds it's Osr, Me'ikar Adin, to give aliyahs to, let's say, for example, a father and son back to back, as well as the two brothers back to back. He holds it's Osr. How much Osr to do? Why is it Osr to do? So he says, because it's like, um, it's Edus. He compares, we know the Torah is compared to Torah's Edus. And he says that since it says Edus Hashem Nemona, that's referring to the Torah, and since the brothers, two brothers can't be witnesses, a father and a son can't be witnesses, so therefore you're not allowed to have those people get Aliyahs in that order. Now the truth is, if you're going to follow that logic, there's a whole lot of people that Apostle Edus. The Vilna Gain already asked this Kasha. The Vilna Gain says one second. If you look at the Mishnahis and Masechus Megillah, it's very clear that Me'ikar Adin, a lady, is allowed to get an Aliyah, and a Katan is allowed to get an Aliyah. A Katan is definitely Pasaledus, and an Isha is Pasaledus. So if you follow this logic, it should come out that the Mishnahis are incorrect. The Mishnahis say clearly you can give an Aliyah to a Katan and to an Isha. So the Vilna Goyen has a difficult time understanding this uh, Chiddush from these Rishonim. However, if you look at the Beis if he goes on to continue, and he says, however, there's another opinion in the Rishonim. The other opinion in the Rishonim, which is from the Kolboy and the Mordechai, that no. That Avada Me'ikar Adin, there's absolutely nothing wrong with two relatives getting Aliyahs back to back. The only reason why we don't do it is not a halachic concern, but it's called Marisayin. Some form of a Marisayin. But the differences between the two Pshatim are very drastic. According to the first Pshat, it's Asr. If you call up one after the other, you have to pull the other one down from the oven. According to the second one, we'll see it's not us, so you're not doing anything wrong. It's just you're getting yourself involved in Marasayim. Another Naftimini that should come out is according to the first opinion in the Rishonim, you shouldn't be allowed to give any relatives, even let's say two brother-in-laws back-to-back, or other forms of relatives that are Apostle Eidus. It narrows the, narrows the Aliyah options much more. As opposed to the second opinion, it seems like we're limiting it to only fathers and sons and two brothers. In Shulchan Aruch and Simen Kuf Memal of Zivab, the Mechaber writes, You could give an aliyah to two brothers back to back, and a father after a son, but we don't do it because of Ayn Hara. So the Mishnah explains what's the Shulchan Aruch's agenda over here. His agenda is to come la'afuke, the first opinion of the Beis Yosef. Shulchan Aruch is saying, I don't hold like the Archas Chaim, that it's usher to give father and son Ali. It's not usher. We don't do it because of Marisayim. So clearly the Shulchan Aruch picks sides so in that have, debate. Do you have some other aliyah in between? So the Ramor writes, the next, I was going to get to it, Matt, this is very good. The Ramor writes, let's say Shvi and Maftir. So the Ramah says, even Shvi and Mafta, you can't give back-to-back unless it's a separate Sefer. So on a regular Shabbos where Shvi and Mafta is from the same Sefer, even though you're reciting a Kaddish in between, there has to be a separate Sefer. It's always the opinion of the Ramah. So it has to be a separate Sefer. Now, these Shailas came up a lot during COVID. Because when we started to open up, and there were these back-door minyanim, out-door minyanim, so people were trying to figure out, should we waive this prohibition? Because let's say, for example, the Bakayre wants uh, family to be near him, because this way you don't spread the virus. 
So this is the shilas came up again. If the whole thing is only marasayim, maybe in this case where we're doing it because of this, that, and the other, maybe there's room to be lenient. But some place can hold. Now let's say you only have one sefer Torah. Let's say it's a day where the mafter is in another place, but you only have one sefer Torah. So then you're not going to take out a second sefer Torah because you don't have one. You're going to roll it. The rolling of the sefer Torah is the equivalent to taking out a separate sefer Torah, and then you would be allowed to give father and son. But on a regular Shabbos, where the mafter is in the same sefer, then the Ramah says you can still not, you, can, you still cannot give father and son or two brothers. Now the Mr. Brewer has a definition. The Mr. Brewer first of all points out this is true for half brothers also. Even if you're a half brother, you still can't give back one to the other. So one of my Tamidim asked, me, what about a step brother? So I explained to him, step brothers have no halachic connection to each other. It's just a word, step. It doesn't mean anything. Someone was telling me he was at a wedding once where a step brother and sister got married to each other. It's a confusing wedding, but Lamai said there's nothing wrong with it. They are 100% not related. The fact that their parents got married doesn't change anything. So step brothers are not brothers, but a half brother, the Mishnah Bruce says, is a problem. A half brother is, is, is a partial brother. The Mishnah Bruce talks Machmir for half brothers as well. Then the Mishnah Bruce says, what happens if you say, I don't care about Ayn Hara? I have so many other shmiras going on. I have the red bandle. I got everything going on. I got people down for me in Eretz Yisrael. I'm not worried about Ayn Hara. So the Mishnah Bruce says it doesn't matter. It's an Ayn Hara. It's a problem. But interestingly enough, the Aruch HaShulchan disagrees. The Aruch HaShulchan says, if you're not Makhbit, you're not Makhbit. If you don't sweat Ayn Hara, these things don't bother you. They bounce right off of you. Then says the Aruch HaShulchan, by all means, you can call up back-to-back father and son and two brothers. So that's an interesting Makhlikis Mishnabur Aruch HaShulchan. I would have to venture to imagine the accepted practice is not like the Aruch HaShulchan, but much more like the Mishnabur that even if, the, even if two brothers show up the shul, they say, listen, it's okay. In our family, we're really chilled. We don't care about Ayn Hara. The shul is still not going to give the two brothers back-to-back aliyah. So that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. That's Meikar Adil. Then, later Achreinim come up with another Chiddush. Uh, that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. Now the secondary Chiddush is, what about a grandfather and a grandson? The, the Mechaber was talking about a son and a father. Now, a grandson and a grandfather are also possible ages. But is the same Ayin Hara exists for a next generation. Grandfather and grandson. So the Mishnabur records, he writes over here in, uh, in this halacha, he says that, Viesh, he says, um, there are those people that are machmer even for a father and a grandfather. Again, because of this ayin hara. Now the truth is the prechalis completely dismisses this din. He says no din with grand grandchildren doesn't exist. He, reje- he rejects this whole premise, and an aruch hashulchan is also not found, which is interesting. The aruch hashulchan does not say that uh, you can't have an aliyah with a grandfather and grandson, but the mishnah brings it down. It's also found in the Shari Ephraim, by Ephraim is on our goal. It's, 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 it's around. But here is interesting. Both the Mishnah and he got it from the Shari Ephraim, they both say that when it comes to a grandfather and a grandson, if there's a tzairich to give back to back, you could be mekel. When it comes to a father and a son, we're not mekel, but tzairich. But it's worth noting, the Mishnah does write that let's say, for example, but the Ebed, the Gabe called up the son after the father, you can let him go. We don't do all the chathchila, but the Ebed, if you already called him up, you can let it go. When it comes to a grandfather and a grandson, there the Mishnah Bru is even more maker. He says, if you have a tzarech, what's a tzarech? Let's say the way the aliyahs work out, the only way to configure it to give the grandfather and the grandson would be giving them back to back. So Mr. Bru says, that's okay. have another person called up in between the father and the son. That's not a problem. That's not back to back. Or in between the brothers. That's not a problem, right. It's, we're talking about consecutive. But according to the Mishnah Bru, it comes out like this, that if you need to give a grandfather and a grandson, you may do so... Um, again, he doesn't say what the tzarech is. So I would argue, let's for example, during COVID, that would definitely be uh, a tzarech, or maybe even a family simcha. You've got to give two people an aliyah, so it's not enough to go around. I think you can give grandfather and grandson. But then there's another hetah from the Kafachai. 
The Kavachayim says that the whole din of grandfather and grandson is only a grandfather with his grandson who's a ben achaben. But let's say it's your daughter's son. The Kavachayim says if it's your daughter's son, no problem. Then this whole thing doesn't exist and it's mutter lichat chila to give your daughter's son an aliyah after the grandfather. So that's also something to think about if you want to be even more mekel. Because again, first of all, some achreinim hold this whole thing doesn't exist. And even those who hold it doesn't exist, they hold for a daughter's son, it's not a problem. Now, would I do, again, according to the Kappa Chaim, it's mutter lechatchila to give your daughter's son the aliyah after the grandfather. But the Mishnaburah, actually his lash is interesting. The Mishnaburah says, the wording of the Mishnaburah is, afilu av im ben benoy. So you could make the diak. It says av im ben benoy, that means a ben achaben. So you could say that the Mr. Brewer agrees to the Kafachaim, that if it's Taka, a daughter's son, it would be permissible. Hard to know for sure, but definitely this Kafachaim is quoted by quite a few that are more lenient. Any other family member is not a problem. Let's say, for example, you want to give a father-in-law and his son-in-law an aliyah back-to-back, that is not a problem, even though they might be pasalaitis. If you want to give two brother-in-laws back-to-back, that's not a problem. You want to give two cousins back-to-back, that's not a problem. It's only, two, it's only fa- brothers, father and son. They say a story once with Rabbi Salvation, that he got the, he was a levy. So they gave him levy, and then the guy turned to him and said, who should I give Shlishi to? So he said, give Shlishi to my son-in-law, Baron Lichtenstein. So the guy said to Rabbi Salvation, but he's your son-in-law. So he said, so what? There's no din you can't give father-in-law and son-in-law leaders back to back. That's made up. It doesn't say that anyway. All we have is only two brothers, and a father and a son. And the grandfather maybe is a chumrah. But there is absolutely no din. You can't give cousins and brother-in-laws and neighbors. All that doesn't exist. It's only two brothers or a father and a son.